All right, everybody should be at James chapter 3 by now. We're going to look at uh, the last verses, uh, 13 through 18. Um, beginning at verse 13, well, before, yeah, uh, beginning at verse 13, it says, Who among you is wise and understanding? By his good conduct, he should show that his works are done in the in the gentleness that comes from wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish selfish ambition in your heart, do not boast and deny the truth. Mm. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual demonic for there for where there is envy and selfish ambition there is disorder and every evil practice but the wisdom from above is first pure then peace loving gentle compliant full of mercy and good fruits unwavering without pretense and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who cultivate peace Fires everywhere, and you know, doing all kinds of things that shouldn't be doing. You know, saying stuff that it shouldn't be saying. You know, and so today we're gonna uh, begin at verse 13, and we're gonna see as we work through this uh, some things that James is saying. One is that godly wisdom is uh, necessary. It's very necessary. And anyone who endeavors to teach the word, you know, it's necessary uh, just simply living the word, to be honest. But definitely, as, he, as we see, he was focusing, uh, and he is focusing mainly on teachers in this chapter. And so it's, it's necessary, if you, if you want to be a teacher of the word, we need to have some godly wisdom. The Bible tells us that... Um, you know, a teacher of the word or a preacher of the word, anybody that handles the word, you know, uh, as far as uh, spreading it, that we got to be real careful with it because we face uh, a more steeper judgment than, you know, uh, if we were just, you know, kind of uh, uh, students of the word. And so James is saying that uh, there's a need for godly wisdom if you endeavor to teach. And uh, he's also saying that that person should exhibit a meek and practical application of the truth within their own life. So how we live uh, is important as well. You know, we have to uh, be cognizant of the things that we do and we and we say 
you know, even outside of the church house, even outside of the pulpit, or, you know, even outside of uh, your teaching assignments, you have to be always cognitive of your life. You know, again, we're all representatives of Christ, but the teacher, you know, the eye is on the teacher a little bit more. The eye is on the preacher a little bit more than, you know, just the average Christian. You know, and, and the scrutiny that we're under from the world is like, ah, you know, you don't even believe what you what you preaching or what you teaching. You know, I remember we was talking about that mental ascent, you know, getting up there and, you know, just kind of like, yeah, I believe the word. I just don't, you know, have faith in the word for it to, you know, work in my life. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to be uh, careful with how we handle the word. You know, the thing is, uh, how can someone dare teach the word, you know, uh, when them themselves, they themselves don't live the word? How can I tell you, like, hey, you know, uh, you, you got to kind of, you know, watch your mouth and what you're saying, like, because you, you, you're hurting some people and, you know, you're leading them, you know, uh, off path if, you know, I'm not watching my tongue. You know, I'm just flipping off and just saying kind of anything. And, you know, people looking at me like, whoa, are you really just, yeah, you said that, like, for real? Like, no, we got to be careful. You know, the thing is, you know, and Paul said this in Corinthians, you know, and here's the kicker. It's like, look, anything that we do, and I'm, I'm, I'm summarizing, uh, summarizing this and paraphrasing it. But he was like, look, anything that we do that causes somebody else to stumble, you know, that cause that weaker believer to stumble, that babe in Christ to stumble, to falter, to, you know, drift off or drift away or whatever else. It was like, yeah, you got to cut that out. You hey, know, man. like you can't be doing that. But I was like, look, he was like, if what I eat, just what I eat, like that's all personal. That's me. Even earlier, we're like, man, we got to get some better food in the house, right? You know what I'm saying? And like, that's what he eats. But, you know, I'm saying like, okay, if what I'm eating you know, is causing issues with him, and he's like, yeah, I can't, you know, then I gotta get some better food, you know? Or if what I'm eating is a problem, and it's causing people to look at God suspect, then I gotta stop eating that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be doing that. Right, man. You know? Or at least, you know, turn around and, you know, eat it in the closet or something, you know? Take your, take your cake in the closet with you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna eat this in the closet, ain't nobody gonna see me, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, we got to be cognizant of, you know, how we're living our lives. You know, he goes on to say that there are two types of wisdoms, right, for the teacher. One that is from a God, that is from God, right? It's pure, it's peaceful, and it ends in righteousness. You know, we see that in the last couple of verses, verses uh, 17 and 18. The wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, compliant. That man, that's a big one. Woo! I ain't even gonna go off on that one. You know, stay on the assignment, Pastor. You know, start talking about other stuff. All right. <laughs> but you know, that's that wisdom that comes from above. But the other type of wisdom is natural. In other words, it's worldly and it's demonic. You know, it's just not of God. You know, 
And so it comes from a place of jealousy and ambition. And we're going to talk a lot about that ambition uh, today, you know, but it comes from a place of uh, jealousy and uh, ambition. And it comes from, uh, uh, in the King James, it's uh, they, that ambition, they translate it as strife, right? And it's this Greek word, yeah, that's it. That's how you pronounce it. E-R-I-T-H-E-I-A. Irithaya. And that is this real self-promoting, self, you know, interested type of word. And that word, you know, that 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 self-ambition, that strife is the result of that type of wisdom that produces that evil living and it produces confusion in the student or, you know, whoever's, you know, kind of look on looking and watching because remember, Christians will always be watched. But, you know, if you're a teacher, your students are watching you and they're listening and they're like, okay, uh, he talking this, but, you know, he ain't walking this, you know, again, not living out the word. You know, uh, I like how, I like to read like different translations because it kind of gives you a better understanding. And so I want to read from you guys out of the Message Bible, uh, verses uh, 13 to 18, well, uh, 13 to 16. And I really like how they translate it because it really just makes it real plain to understand a lot what James is saying. And it, it goes to say that, do you want to be counted wise to build a repetition reputation for wisdom? Here's what you do. Live well, live wisely, live humbly. It's the way you live, not the way you talk that counts. And that's the part that really got me right there. Mean-spirited ambition isn't wisdom. Boasting that you are wise isn't wisdom. Twisting the truth to make yourself yourself sound wise isn't wisdom. It's the furthest thing from wisdom. It's animal cunning, devilish plotting. Whenever you're trying to look better than others or get the better of others, things fall apart. Amen. And everyone ends up at the other's throat. I really like how they translated that. But like I said, that part right there where it says it's not how you talk, it's not what you say that makes you wise. It's how you live your life because people are always watching. You can say like, you know, E equals M squared over two or whatever Einstein said. And like, yeah, he's smart, he's wise, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm not walking that life, it's like, yeah, you don't really know E equals MC squared, you know? Like, yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with the Christian life. If we're not walking it, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter if we talking it. Right. You know? Don't talk about it. Be about it. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself in order. You know, live that life. You know, live out the word in your life. That's wisdom. You know, that's what God is really looking for us to do is to live out the word to, you know, saying really show like, you know, hey, I don't love you, you know, with our with my mouth. 
I love you with what I do, with my deeds. You know, I ain't got to tell you if I love you if every day I'm showing you. You're going to know. You know, I don't care what nobody says right now. My mama ain't never got to tell me a day in my life she loved me. I can look at over my life, see all the things she done done for me. I can look over my life and see all the stuff she do right now. And I know, like, yeah, she loved me. You know what I'm saying? That's real. You know, I know without a shadow of a doubt, you know, at 72 years old, my crazy mama would get herself up and, like, you know, go and fight somebody for me. Like, back up off my baby. Like, ma, go sit down, you know. <laughs> you don't need to be fighting. <laughs> you know, she a little tough. She's tough. You know my mama, you already know. Like, she'll do it. She'll do it. Like, mama, sit down. <laughs> don't hurt her, mama. Don't hurt her. But that's the thing. We got to live it out, right? If we're going to really be about it, we got to live it out. We got to live out the word. We have to live out this wisdom that we say we have. You know? If we look at verse 16, it says, For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder and every evil practice. Every evil practice. When we envy others, what's happening is the enemy is like, you know, pointing on my side, pointing on my side. You know what I'm saying? Because our focus is now away from God. We're no longer focusing on God. When we, when I'm envying what you got or what you're doing or what you, you know what I'm saying, uh, who you with or whatever else, you know, when I have envy towards you, I'm not focusing on God. What I'm doing is my focus is now on my circumstances. Right, right. It's on, you know, me and, you know, what my life looked like. No. We need to always be focused on Christ. We need to always be looking toward the cross. But envy steals that away. It steals our focus away. And now, you know what I'm saying, we're looking everywhere but up. From the hills which come to my help. You know, like, come on. We get distracted and we get prideful and covetous when we're paying attention not to God, but to other people. What they got, what they doing, who they with, where they going, what they driving. You know what I'm saying? Amen. No. What God got for you is for you. Like, okay. More power to you. I'm glad for you. Amen. But what he got for me is for me. And if we can't learn to be satisfied in what God has given us for me, then, like, how am I ever going to get to that next level? If I'm not happy with one cookie, he definitely ain't going to give me two. He's like, you don't even appreciate the one I gave you. Why you want two? Like, come on. No. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm looking at Brother Gary, and he got three cookies. Man, God, can I, I just get one more? God, like, bro, I gave you what you need, what you, what, what you can handle. You know, I give you too much sugar, you're gonna be bouncing off the walls, and you know, and like, look, just sit down, sit down, Michael. See, you, you couldn't handle two things. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta stay focused. We have to stay focused. Don't get fixated on your circumstances. Don't get fixated on what you believe you deserve. Like, man, God. I'm here, you know, like every week, you know, I can't get two cookies, like for real, you know, God, like, look, you, you, you worry about the wrong thing, you know, I, I actually hear 
other cookie. All right, you take the cookie, go bounce off the walls, leave me alone. I'm going to let you try out the hard way, you know. Yeah, say focus. Don't get fixated on your circumstances. Because it'll only lead to worldly type wisdom, right? You'll end up making unwise choices and decisions, you know. Because I'm fixated on my circumstances and what I think I deserve and I'm not focused on God. Now it's like, okay, well, if I make this move, you know, I can get X, Y, and Z. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a chance I might go to jail, but you know what? I can have, you know, that car that in the next 10 years is going to be old, dusted, broke down. I ain't going to want it no more. But right now... I can get it, you know what I'm saying, if I make that move, right, you know what I'm saying, and I'm plotting in my head, and I'm thinking, and you know, it's like, yeah, no, don't do that, Michael, that ain't good for you, I mean, because it's, it, it's material, and the material stuff is only temporary, you know, everything in the, in the natural, in the material, is only temporary, so what we got to be focused on is the eternal, and you make that move, yeah, you might get away with it, but like, how long is it really going to last, you know, I can remember, you know, some moves I made back in the day before, you know, I kind of got this godly wisdom, you know, and I got a little bit of understanding. I ain't there yet. Trust me, I ain't there yet. But, you know, when I was even here, before I even got here, you know, I made some moves or some things that I ain't even got no more. And it's like, I think back, like, why did I, you know, for what? What was it really worth? You know what I'm saying? I ain't got it no more. You know? Like... And to be honest, you know, it's so played and dated, like, I wouldn't even want it today. Oh, you know? Amen. You know, come on now. Who out here, you know, really, really want, you know what I'm saying, a CD Walkman today? <laughs> you know? Like, I, I, I made some moves for that CD Walkman. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, like, okay. I was cool when I had it, but... Walkman today, you know what I'm saying? I know, right? You know, the eight track. Yeah, boom. The beta, uh, what was it? The beta versus uh, uh, DVD, you know, beta player, all that kind of stuff. It's like, come on. But there's people out there still making moves for the iPod. You know what I'm saying? The earpods or what do they call them? Airpods. AirPods, there you go, thank you. You know I ain't hip. Y'all know I'm old. I shaved all my dust off this morning. <laughs> so y'all would think I was young. I miss some. Uh -oh. okay. You know what? You still hanging on to my arm, so I'm fine. You know, <laughs> I, you know I can miss a few spots. I'm married. Woohoo! She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Not over a couple of missed spots in here. But anyway, people are still making moves out there. You know what I'm saying? I remember, you know, uh, my best friend getting jumped and ended up in the hospital for like three, four days. You know, they, they beat him up pretty bad for his shoes, you know, and and the pullover jacket. Uh, no, was it a pullover? Either it was a pullover, it was his jacket and shoes, but either it was the pullover jacket or the towel jackets. I don't know if y'all remember towel jackets. You know what I'm saying? They had the cartoon characters and all that stuff on. But, you know, and it's like... Y'all did all of that, and for what? You know, your feet probably can't even fit them shoes no more. You don't even know where they at, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we do things like that, and our focus gets shifted. We gotta keep our focus, you know, on the cross, on, on God. 
you know, but those selfish, selfish ambitions, you know, envy, it prevents us from really enjoying the many wonderful blessings from the Master. Let's look at 17, verse 17. It says, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, Anyway, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering and without pretense. That's, man, that sounds awesome. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you look at that list of, you know, that the stuff that, you know, comes from the wisdom from above it, it reminds you of the fruit of the Spirit. Anybody? Me? It kind of reminds me of the fruit of the Spirit. You know, God's wisdom. The wisdom that James says that we can get just simply by asking for it. You know, we ain't got to do nothing. We just got to ask God. Like, you know, God, can I get a little bit of wisdom? You're like, sure. How much you want? You know, like, he, dad, he, he's like, I got plenty of it. Here you go. Come on. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. And all we have to do is ask. You know, now it's the way you ask, of course, you know. <laughs> Asterisk. You know, in faith and without wavering or doubting, but you know, yeah, just ask, and God will give it to you abundantly. You know, He'll pour it. And like I can't take no more, God. Like He's like, yeah, I see a space over here. You can fit a little right there. There you go. Anyway, there's always room for more wisdom. Trust me. I ain't got it all yet. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm only a man. God understands that. But. This wisdom that James says that we just simply have to ask him for. This is the type of wisdom that leads us to peace and harmony. You know, while worldly wisdom, i.e. human reasoning. So when, when I say worldly wisdom, what the Bible, well, not when I say it, but when the word says it, <laughs> and I repeat what the word says, <laughs> let me get myself straight. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> When the word says worldly wisdom, what they're talking about is human reasoning. You know, how we kind of make, try and make sense out of stuff and, you know, get all logical and, you know, hey, you know, uh, if the egg came, then you got to cross the world before the chicken could hatch or something. You know, like human reasoning, whatever. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Don't make no sense, you know? Didn't make no sense, right? Human reasoning. You caught that. I'm glad you listened. <laughs> you know, human reasoning makes no sense. It's, you know, it's just, uh, whatever. Anyway, but that, that worldly wisdom, that human reasoning leads to arrogance, you know, you're getting all puffed up, conflict, disunion, discordance within the body of Christ. You know, it's, it doesn't produce, you know, what God is looking for in us, what he desires from us, you know. And now it's all this strife and conflict and we're tearing down the body. We're not lifting up the body. You know, we're not building up the body. We're, you know, because I'm arrogant, you know. Look at me, all about me. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm uh, you know, what is it, the, the 
you know, Johnny on the spot or whatever. I don't know. I'm hot. You know, I'm arrogant. It don't matter what I am. I'm the stuff. <laughs> I'm the stuff. Look at me. You know? And then it's conflict. You know what I'm saying? I don't like him sitting over there in all that purple. You know that's my color. Why you wearing purple? Why you wearing my purple, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a hey, I'm hating. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I got that worldly wisdom. Only I can wear purple. You know, I'm royal. Royalty, you know? And we gotta, you know, but we gotta watch that, you know? And this is what James is trying to teach the teacher. And all this stuff is it good, you know? Which one of these, you know, is it God, God's wisdom or worldly wisdom, would you say characterizes your life, you know? And we all can answer that question by simply evaluating our relationship with the Father. You know, we can find out, you know, whether we're rocking godly wisdom or worldly wisdom, you know, by simply evaluating our relationship with, you know, the Father, you know, and with the Son and with the Holy Spirit, you know, how are y'all clicking? How are y'all communing? You know, how is that relationship gone? going? Has it been, you know, over a week since you talked to, you know, your best friend? Jesus, you know, I ain't heard from you in a while, bro. What's going on? all bad, you know, you polluting up the rivers and, you know, you, 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 you looking down at, you know, your brother and sister, you know, that's, you know, cold and hungry and, you know, sleeping on the floor and you just like, eh, go get a job. Um, I like for real. That's my son. That's my daughter. Why are you looking at them like that? You know, so what's that relationship like? What's that relationship That'll tell us, you know, what, what type of wisdom we're rocking, you know. Because when we fail to seek the Lord, it shows, right? It really shows. When we stop, you know, fixating on God, which that's a good thing, fixate on God. But don't fixate on your problems. Just fixate on God. But when we stop seeking after Him, when we stop seeking after the kingdom and, and trying to, you know, get closer to God, it shows in our walk. You know, you get a little limp. You ain't walking right quite right. You know, you all love you. Like, dude, you ain't drinking. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You know, you ain't got that straight walk no more. You know? So it shows up. And people, you know, they can see it. You know, and you think you're like, hey, I'm good, officer. You know, I got this. Walk with, you know, it shows. It shows out. In our mind, in our human wisdom, you know, our human reason, we like, yeah, we good, we walking straight, we perfect, you know, good. Also, like, you drunk, dude, going to the tank, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, uh, let's go. You know, it shows. And we may think that it's not showing, but it is showing. We got to get, you know, back focus on the master, you know, so we, put us on that straight path, you know, and lead us down those straight paths, you know, of righteousness, 
for his name's sake, not for our glory, not for our, you know, puff me up, I'm arrogant, you know, I'm this stuff, you know, true biblical wisdom will manifest itself in virtues that reveal love and peace towards one another, rather than hatred and division. That's that godly wisdom, you know, that, that wisdom that you can only get by studying the word, being a very student, studier of the word, and, and like getting in there and having a hunger and thirst for everything that is of God. And then you'll start having that love towards, you know, your fellow brother or sister. You know, and then you'll have the peace that surpasses all understanding. Man, I pray for that too. so hard, and you know, and I pray for it earnestly. And God gave it to me. Like it, you guys know why? This little that kind of gets me off my square nowadays. Like you know, I'm pretty solid. Like you know, it's like whatever. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you know, but I had to ask God for that. I didn't. I. It was nothing in the world that ever got me that. But now I had that peace and I got that joy. And it's like, okay. And even when I do get a little flustered, it's like, okay. <laughs> you know, and I'm okay with it. And so we got to seek after God for those type of, that type of uh, things. James says, uh, who is wise and understanding? He says, to show it by your good works. And remember, we were talking about works in uh, the other chapter, right? Chapter 2. We were talking about those good works. He says, if you're wise and you got understanding, then show it in your works. And what you're doing, how you living. How you living is part of your works. I want you guys to understand that. But he's like, show it in your works. See, people with intellectual gifts, right? That human reasoning. That... Uh, is exhibited by their pride and in their own ideas. Like, oh, look what I thought of. Look what I did. You know, check this out. Look at me, 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 me. They don't give God the glory. They don't, you know what I'm saying, say like, yeah, you know, if it wasn't for God, you know what I'm saying, because I realized my day that if it wasn't for the Lord on my side, you know, if it wasn't for God, like, I'm on your side, Michael. Like, man, that's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care who else on my side. I got God on my side. Man, that's, man, woo, I'm tops. Thank you, Jesus. You know, people like, man, I got Tom Brady on my side. We finna crush him. I'm like, nope. I got God on my side. Let's go. <laughs> I can't play football. <laughs> I can't run. I can't catch. I can't throw. But I got God on my side. We finna win this one. <laughs> we finna crush it. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> you know, the wisdom we all should be seeking, the Bible says, is better than jewels, and nothing desirable can equal it. That's the type of wisdom that we ought to be seeking. And we need to understand that, you know, the wisdom from God, anything that comes from God, nothing, you know, can compare to it. Right? Nothing can compare to anything that we receive from God that we receive down from, you know, above. I mean, up from above, like, that comes down here. Like, nothing equals it. Nothing desirable. Nothing that you think you desire 
can equal anything that we get from God. My note takers, you can write that down out of Proverbs chapter 8, verse 11. For wisdom is better than jewels, and nothing desirable can equal it. This kind of wisdom is impossible to separate from a genuine godly lifestyle. When you have that wisdom that comes from above, that is going to show in your works, is going to show in your lifestyle. How you living, man? I'm living on the Lord's side. That's how I'm living. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm not living, you know, uh, you know, the, the midnight hour, you know, trips and all that stuff. Like no, you yeah. know. This is the big one. This is what I, uh, I wanted to talk with you guys. I told you we were going to talk more about that selfish ambition. You know, this is a problem that uh, obviously was a problem, you know, way back when when James was writing this. But it was also, you know, a problem. Um, well, it's also a problem today. I'm, I'm wrapping up here, you guys. Don't worry about it. Um, selfish ambition. Uh, again, it was translated by the, uh, in the Greek to uh, Erythia. Erythia. Greek words are tough, man. Anyway, uh, what it what that uh, what it denotes is the definition for that erythia is it's a desire to put oneself forward, right? I'm put I'm, I'm promoting myself, right? Uh, with uh, a biased, undisciplined, and insubordinate spirit. Let me say it one more time with a biased undisciplined and insubordinate spirit which does not despise low tactics so it's like yeah I got the type of spirit where it's like anything's gang anything's fair for me to get ahead <laughs> you know I, I look I'm, I'm a buck you know what I'm saying I'm a spiritual leader I really don't care you know what I'm saying as long as I get ahead you know people look at me not you you know what I'm saying like that type of uh spirit Erythia is a trip. You know, Paul did an excellent job addressing uh, Erythia. If we look at Philippians chapter uh, 1, verse 15 to 17, you know, in there he says, to be sure, and this is him writing, you know, one of his jail letters. He wrote a lot of, you know, man, <laughs> if Paul would have been living today, you know, it had been like this convict. This is valid, don't, you know, lock your wallet. So he was always in jail, <laughs> but it was always for preaching the word. So amen to him. But in uh, Philippians uh, 1, 15 and 17, he was like, to be sure, some preach Christ only out of envy and rivalry. Envy and rivalry. You know, they want to be better than me. You know, they see what I'm doing, they envy me, and, you know, it's a rivalry. You gotta, you know, do it better than me. He's like, that's why they out there preaching the word. You know, that's still going on today. Yeah, it's so still on. happening right now today. Amen. Man. Amen. He says, others proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, just to get ahead. You know, I don't know if you guys like, if you think back to the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, right? Um, 
people would run after uh, Jesus and be like teacher, rabbi, you know, so forth, right? Like this was a very coveted position, being a teacher in those days, right? Because you had a following, people, you know, you mass a following, like, and you'd be known as a teacher, and you had this group of people that was following behind you, and they're hanging on to your every word, you know? And that's why uh, when we look throughout the Word, we look in uh, Jude, we look in John, Second John, we look throughout the New Testament, we'll see, you know, uh, what I read earlier out of Second uh, Peter, you know, where it was like, beware these false prophets, these false teachers, because people really coveted, you know, that that title of rabbi or teacher, you know, because you, like I said, you got this follower, and they hang on to every word, you know, and so you had these false out of there. And Paul was like, you know, others proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincere. And that's what he's talking about. They, they just simply want, you know, the followers, you know, kind of like today. You know, I just want the followers. Like, oh, I got two million followers. <laughs> you know, but what are you really saying? You know, you promote your own, you know, um, what is it called? Uh, uh, motivational speaker. You know, you you promoting your own you know, human wisdom as far as like how you should live life and everything. And a lot of people are gravitating towards that nowadays. You know, they turn away from the word and they, they got itching ears for, you know, these these people that got this these smooth lips that speak these smooth words and like, oh, you know, life is harmony and the universe has poured into me that we all ought to drink spring water. You know, and they're getting clicks and stuff, right? Yeah, like click, 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 like, 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 like. You know what I'm saying? And they're turning away from the word for that. This human reasoning. It's not sincere. They just, you know, they try to monetize on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, man, I be watching um, how these uh, uh, influencers, that's the word. That's the new word now, influencers. I've been watching how they get exposed with these Photoshop pictures and stuff, you know, just so they can get them followers, like, 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 this one uh, lady, she got exposed, you know, supposed to be wearing clothes and stuff, you know, uh, influencer, and uh, Photoshopped her way into Paris. You ain't been to Paris. People Photoshopping their way in luxury planes. They got this place in um, California, you can go, and it's a studio where they didn't build the set that make it look like you in a private jet. <laughs> but you ain't. <laughs> you ain't, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People buying, you know, fake money on Amazon and trying to floss, but look real close. <laughs> that ain't, you know, they ain't got stacks. They ain't got the bands. You know what I'm saying? It's not sincere. It's not sincere. So this is a long, this is a problem that has been going on for a long, long time and it's still around. So don't be fooled. You know, the word is the only thing that has not changed. It's still relevant. It's still pure. It's still, you know, it's focused on you and your heart. You know, I always tell y'all that. It's, it's about our hearts. You know, we got heart conditions and God is interested. You know, he's a, he's a, a fantastic heart surgeon. Fantastic. I would recommend them to anybody. You know, you, you, got, you recognize you got the heart issues, take it to the Father. He is an uh, excellent, excellent heart surgeon. 
So Paul, he's like, okay, he's dealing with these people that, you know, got these selfish ambitions, they're not sincere, you know, they, they, they got these, you know, uh, one-sided rivalries because Paul, like, you know what, I don't care. <laughs> like, long as Christ is being preached, you know, your motives behind it, whatever, just keep telling them about Christ. Make sure, you know, you tell them about Christ, you know, Paul, whatever, you know, it ain't about me. He understood but later in Philippians chapter 2, the word tells us that we ought not to do anything out of selfish ambition or conceit. It goes on to say that in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. So what Paul did with all these influencers was like, hey, good job, man. Right now, you talking about Christ, right? Okay, yeah, you talking about the, the cross and, and the resurrection? Oh, okay, good, good, good. All right, all right. Yeah, good job. Yeah, he's a man. Like, he didn't care. Paul's like, it ain't about me. It's about Christ. Keep telling them about Christ. As long as Christ is preached. It's like, that's fine. Look at verse uh, one, uh, Philippians 1 and 16. He says, these preach, uh, he says, hold on. I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. This is verse 18. I think it is. But anyway, he goes on to say, like, yeah, long as Christ is preached, that's the whole point. You know, true wisdom knows the truth. All right, let me hit y'all with a couple more. Maybe we'll do a little bit more of this uh, later. Anyway, true wisdom knows the truth. The good works that we do uh, should not be boasted about. You know, wisdom understands that the Lord said that when you give to the poor, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. In Matthew chapter 6, I don't have to boast about like, you know, helping or doing or going, you know, because as long as the father sees and he knows, you know, and I know he got a memory better than an elephant because he created the elephant, right? So he sees it, he knows. So I don't have to boast about what I'm doing. I cannot stand those videos where, um, and I'd skip right past them now, but they, they'll show the videos where like they're going up to the homeless person and like, oh, here's a couple hundred dollars and you know, uh, and they got somebody else filming them and you know, they lying. Again, another one of them got exposed, gave this little girl uh, 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 iPhone 12. This was recently one of the new ones. You know what I'm saying? For the gram. Doing it for the gram, right? <laughs> but her mama was recording because he came back like, nah, that was just for the video. I need that back. She like, nope. You ain't getting that. <laughs> like, you gave her this. Like, she keeping this ball. <laughs> you know? So we don't have to boast about it. We ain't got to make these videos of how we're doing this and doing that. God's like, look, I see you. And not only that, I see your heart. I see where that's coming from, and that is coming from a place of love, not the click, 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 like, 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 like. Don't brag about, and come on, don't brag about having wisdom when you're filled with selfishness. All right, see, the truth is, wisdom understands Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16. It understands that a person's gift opens doors for them and brings them before greatness. 
King James says that your gifts will make a way for you and bring you before kings. So you ain't got to brag about being all wise and, you know, having it together and this and that. Your gift going to make a way for you. Amen. But see, all glory to God because that gift comes from above. It ain't yours no way. Come on now. <laughs> God is so good. Woo. Glory. Hallelujah. The truth is we must not simply understand the word, but obey and live it out. The word every day of our lives. We got to live out the word. That's what it's all about. You know, God is trying to get us to walk down those paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Not for others. Not so they look at, at us and be like, ooh, Amanda, you got it all together, girl. <laughs> uh, tell me what your secret is. <laughs> you see, the word also says, uh, if we say we have fellowship with him, being God, being Jesus, and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. And Peter wrote this in 1 Peter. He says that we have purified ourselves by our obedience to the truth. I'm going to stop right there because I know we like kind of long for time. And I'm trying not to keep y'all in here too long. We like 15 over. I am so sorry today. I was really enjoying this message. But I pray that you as, you enjoyed it as well. I pray that you uh, were encouraged by today's word. And I pray that you will always, always, always be encouraged in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior.